Check your trim set. Check your heading north. Light heading is 074. Check your altimeter set. 2946. Corrected center point elevation. Zero feet. Check your barrel and zero. Check your SS 1230 3034. Check your field. Check your speed up. Lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Bob! Renegade Aviator, welcome to my show, and welcome all the new listeners. We keep adding cities, and we keep adding listeners, and we keep adding people who listen to my podcast at SoundCloud. Just look for Renegade Aviator at SoundCloud.com. That's Renegade AV, the number 8R, and soon renegadeaviator.com as soon as my massive staff, which is basically me, finishes the website. Anyway, this week, instead of an interview, I want to talk to you about bucket lists. And the reason why is because the number one call I get at my office, 888-366-5256, the number one call I get or the number one statement I hear if I'm talking to somebody at an air show standing next to my aircraft or people who call my office, they say, I've always had this on my bucket list. And so I ask people, what does that mean? People keep calling things their bucket list, and I ask a question. What's your expectation with this bucket list? Just to show up and have it happen? Or what are you willing to do to make that bucket list item occur? And you can do it in a number of ways, right? You can pay market value. You could work hard for it. You can be of service to others. Or is your expectation that your bucket list is a freebie? Because you see, this is all about value. And my goal in this show is to be of value to the people that matter. You, my fans, my listeners. This is the way that I give back. When you call my office at 888-366-5256, I want to hear about your dreams and your passions. I want to hear your stories. And if I can help just a few of you achieve that bucket list, I'm grateful for that opportunity because being of service and checking the box on your bucket list go hand in hand. And let me tell you a little story here because, you know, this is Renegade Aviator. This is the Renegade Aviator. I am the Renegade Aviator. <laughs> but before the Renegade Aviator, there was just the guy who, um, you know, had a bunch of dreams and wanted to do a bunch of stuff. Well, anyway, through my wife, she bought me a ticket, for lack of a better She bought me a ride 
in a Warbird aircraft. And that was something on my bucket list, something I had always wanted to do. But I didn't just want to ride. I wanted to fly Warbirds. I wanted to be involved in air shows. I wanted to do all that cool stuff. But it started with an opportunity. And it started with, I think it was a birthday present, but it got me involved in an organization called Dream Flight that I'll talk more about here in just a second. Uh, because when we talk about, you know, flying and these bucket list items, there often there's a cost involved in that, right? And obviously flying, right? Learning to fly and to get that experience, that flight experience and time to become an airline pilot like I did, you know, I spent over $100,000 of my own money to become an airline pilot. Now, is that a wise investment? I don't know. But today's airline captains make over $30,000 a month working about 15 days a month. I don't know. Was that a good investment? How about these student loans that are out there today? I mean, I read an article just the other day about a grown man at 29 years of age crying the blues. Oh, boo-hoo. He's in debt six figures and has a master's degree, and yet he only makes $45,000 per year. Boo-hoo. Seems like bad choices, right? So everything you want to do in life has a cost. Everything you want to do in life has a value. And when I talk about bucket lists, what I'm going to talk about today, I want you to think of this concept of value. Because I hear this all the time. People come up, they go, wow, cool jet, man. That is so awesome. I would love to fly in a jet like yours. Or, hey, I've always wanted to do X, Y, or Z. And usually if you meet me in an air show, I'll point my uh, finger at you. I go, what is on your bucket list? And what are your steps to get there? How are you planning to make this happen? What does it look like? What does it feel like? So what is on your bucket list? I'm serious about this. I want you to think about it. Don't just flip me off and run past this and just keep listening to the, to the radio show. Think about it and think of this. Something I say all the time. I'm responsible. In order for me to achieve my goals, to achieve my bucket list items, I must first and often be of value to someone else. Because the only way you get something is to give something. Whether you accept a paycheck, whether you volunteer, or whether you pay your hard-earned cash in exchange for some product or service, right? It's always about value. So story time here. You know, years ago when I lived in Southern California, my wife, as I mentioned earlier in the segment, bought me a ride in a North American T6 with a company called Dream Flight. And it was just kind of a birthday present. Hey, Dave, I know you like airplanes. Here, take a ride in this airplane. Surprise, she bought me this ride and it was great, but it led me to somewhere else. It led me to be able to achieve items on my bucket list. And what my challenge is gonna be in the short period of time that I have today is to make this as entertaining as possible and to give you some insight as to actually what it does take to get where we need to go. I can't go through every part of the story with the time I have remaining, but that ride had an opportunity attached to it, as I mentioned. It had the opportunity to join. 
and fly the T6 and a DC-3. For those of you that don't know what a T6 is, it's an advanced military trainer from back in the 1940s, round engine, old fashioned, a cool quote unquote warbird. I mean, a DC-3 was an old World War II vintage troop carrier passenger airline, one of the safest passenger airliners ever built. So my bucket list had included flying in military aircraft. Why? I told you this story before. I'll tell it again. I'm not going to go into it today, but there was a very good reason why and why it still is a big bucket list item for me to want to fly military aircraft. So, okay, back to Dream Flight and my bucket list journey. John and I, John Pappas, who owned Dream Flight, who created this Dream Flight idea, are still good friends decades later. And John, I need to get you back on my show because he's got some really cool aviation stories. Anyway, we're coming up to the first break. I got four more segments here. I want to go through this whole idea of how I'm going to give you some secrets on how you can achieve the bucket list items in your life. So listen to my aviation story and relate this to what you're doing in your life. This is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. We'll be right back. The last time I flew with a buddy of mine, I don't know if you've ever flown with someone like this, we were flying from San Diego to Boise. And before the plane took off, he crossed himself up. You know, he gave him the father, the son, the ghost of Christmas past. He hit all the corners. <laughs> but we had a connection in Oakland. We had to get on another plane in Oakland. And as we're taking off, he hits it again. And I looked at him, and I go, that doesn't transfer from the first one? <laughs> you gotta hit it every time? Like, if I was doing it, I would do one big one in the morning. I'd be like, hey, hey, for everything. For <laughs> whatever may come up. And he goes, no, you gotta do it every time. I'm like, all right, cool, then do it. I'm like, when you're doing it, are you praying for everybody? And he goes, of course. I'm like, you better be. Cause that'd be weird, wouldn't it? This plane goes down, everyone's dead and on fire in a cornfield, except for you just sitting there, just. Oh, I should have prayed for everybody. I have made a giant mistake. Hey, it's Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. I got a secret for you. Real pilots do it with twins. <laughs> well, I got two opportunities for you. Opportunity number one, Yak-52, a unique way to get involved in aircraft. So the Yak-52 shared use program where you can change your attitude. You can fly upside down, sideways, any old way you wanna fly. If you're a real pilot, you're gonna to wanna to do it with twins. And here's how you do that. We have got a twin engine aircraft that is part 
of our shared utilization program. Your chance to do it with a twin. Find out more, 888-366-5256. If you want to fly, there is no excuse. Get to the airport, but first, call 888-366-5256. See ya. the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, back with you, segment two. Thanks for sticking with me through the commercials. I know they can be tedious at times, but these are the people that keep this show on the air. So please visit my sponsors and please tell them that you heard about them through the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with me, David Costa. Anyway. Talking about this whole concept of dream flight, and the concept was so simple. Put together a club, a group of people to share in the cost of owning bucket list aircraft, right? Makes perfect sense. DC-3, a T-6, a J-3 Cub, a Waco UPF-7, those were the ones we had. We were planning to add a P-51 Mustang, a T-33 Shooting Star, and a PBY Catalina Talk about a big set of goals, man. So instantly, if you can tell my personality for just a second, you know that resonated with me right off. So John Pappas, who put together this dream flight, and those of you from SoCal, you might have seen our airplanes flying at air shows, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, time goes fast. John offered me a chance to check off an item on my bucket list. Laura bought the ride and I showed up, right? That's step one. But think of what needed to happen in the background to put all this together, to put those aircraft on the ramp at Corona Airport in California so that I could fly that 20-minute joyride that I first got a chance to check. It's pretty amazing if you think about it. And now looking back, it is amazing because I'm trying to do the same thing half the time. (laughs) It all looks so simple when I got my first flight. It looked like they had it all together. It looked so easy. Looked like it all worked like a Swiss watch. I joined up. I paid a couple hundred bucks more for my bucket list. I joined, right? And then nothing happened. Nothing. No magic pixie dust. No sudden warbird pilot status. I showed up at a club meeting at the airport restaurant, which is where all club meetings tend to be around airports. And I was told about the next air show that Dream Flight was going to. But before we could go, there was work that had to be done. Oh boy. We had a mix of people. The people with big bucks who basically were hanging out and paying for the flying because they were buying their own warbirds and they really just quite frankly needed the experience. So they got a whole lot of attention, right? I mean, the guy that owned Dream Flight gave them a whole bunch of attention. These people showed up with cash, man. They were the everything. So we had the airline guys. They were nice enough, you know, but they had kind of this attitude of entitlement. After all, they were high-time experienced pilots. 
And But really, most of these airline pilot types would show up, pay for a type rating in the DC-3, get all the attention, and then vanish. So you'd never see them again. And then there were the know-it-alls. Now, every group has the know-it-alls, the fixtures, the guys in their mid-40s to mid-70s, questionable demonstrated accomplishments in their life, but some success, you know, hey, I flew a Bonanza or I used a flight instruct. They're really not willing to be talked down to or critiqued. They know everything, and they demonstrate very little. And ladies, this one's for you. The only women who were involved in this club were the wives and the girlfriends of the guys. So hint, ladies, and I've got a wife and two daughters, so there is no glass ceiling. Get it out of your head. But there is a gate that you have to walk through in order to make stuff happen. If you love aviation, walk through that gate and get involved, please. If you have trouble, give me a call. Anyway, after our breakfast, you know, as we called it, our meeting, and, you know, this is a staple for pilots, by the way. If you want to be a pilot, you have to eat greasy, crappy food at airport restaurants. Sorry, that's just part of the cost of admission, I guess. Anyway... <laughs> But when there was work to be done in this group, in this dream flight group, most had other things to do. You know, I got I got things to do at home. I got to cut the grass. Um, I got to take care of the kids. I got to go to a soccer match. Anyway, they left and they were mad. You know what? They were mad that they had to buy their own breakfast at this so-called club meeting. But on this day, there was going to be one flight, an instructional flight in the DC-3 with an airline guy. And I was told that since I didn't join on the DC-3, that I couldn't even think about flying it. And I was welcome to listen in, and maybe I could be a fly on the cockpit wall. So I was given that opportunity. I was also invited, very nice invitation, but I was also invited to stick around and wipe the oil off the airplane in the heat of a Corona, California summer afternoon. Boy, that was fun. My one-hour club meeting would now last until past dinner time. I proved I could wipe oil from 1943 airplane, and I uh, couldn't stop smiling from my observation flight. By the way, almost nobody stayed. Almost nobody stayed for the hard work portion of that day. And that is the point here. Entitlement. Bucketless doing what needs to be done to get there. We've come up to the second segment already, so I'm running short of time in the second segment of the show. Fantastic, Dave. Way to plan this whole thing. <laughs> so in the meantime, call my office, 888-366-5256. We will be right back. I'm still scared of turbulence when I fly. I fly all the time, but I've never gotten used to that. I'm still the guy just going, like, I'm that guy. <laughs> Terrified. I hate it when I sit next to someone that won't acknowledge the turbulence. I was on this one flight. I had the window seat. The guy in the middle, he was reading a book, but it was too turbulent to be reading. But he wouldn't let it go. He's just sitting there like this, just... <laughs> and I'm over here terrified. And he's, and we, there was one of those big drops, you know, every once in a while there's a big drop and his book went down and he just popped it back up and went right back to reading. And I was like, will you please acknowledge that our butts just dropped a thousand feet? Just give me a wink and a nod like, yes, this is terrifying. <laughs> just something. I do this, uh, you can try this too. I've done this to cope with the being afraid of the turbulence. I do this reverse psychology thing. So now when I'm in a plane and it gets choppy, 
in my head, I go, yeah, take it down. Let's do it, let's put it in the ground, let's see what you got. And then when it doesn't crash, I go, that's what I thought. That way I felt like I was in charge. I kept that plane in the air. Hey, this is Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. There are a couple ways to listen to my show. You can listen live on the Salem Radio Network each week and on this very radio station or as a podcast. Find me on SoundCloud. Just search Renegade AV, the number 8R. Renegade AV8R. Get lost, call my office anytime, and leave a message, 888-366-5256. We're here to help you. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. Black Belt Aviator is focused on single pilot operations and high performance twin engine, turboprop, and jet aircraft. We work with both high time and low time pilots when you're ready to take your flying up a notch. When you've moved past the flight instructor and now want to fly higher performance aircraft, fly in real world conditions, fly safer, and achieve an elite level of performance you need. Black Belt Aviator. You've mastered the basics of the art of flying, but now you're ready for a higher standard and more advanced training, coaching, and critique. Black Belt Aviator, 888-366-5256. Let's see if you qualify, because quite frankly, not everyone will. David Costa, Renegade Aviator for the Black Belt Aviator. See ya. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, segment three of our show about bucket lists secrets, tips, tricks, strategies, and just some common sense ways that you can go through your life checking off those items on the bucket list and stop making the excuse why it can't happen. So we're talking about dream flight. We're talking about this great bucket list item I had to be a warbird pilot to fly at air shows and how it didn't quite happen the way I expected and maybe what I learned in the process and hopefully that'll help you. Everything I say here, uh, no matter how grouchy I may seem sometimes, is really meant out of love. I'm a big teddy bear, warm, fuzzy, tattooed teddy bear. <laughs> so we show up at our first air show and I'm the low man on the totem pole, man. Hey, me, me, the renegade aviator, a commercial pilot who owns a pit special biplane of flies, aerobatic competitions. And you know what? Nobody cares. 
My job was simple. Wipe oil from the airplane. And by the way, do you know what it means when a DC-3 stops leaking oil? It's out of oil. Yeah. Each engine burned about one gallon of oil per engine per hour. I was assigned this lowly task of door usher. You know, now it was upgraded, the door usher. And later, I would be promoted out of this, and my wife would do this, which was an actually really important task. And it's the reason why I'm bringing it up this way. I would collect dollar bills at the door. Now, I always wanted to kind of do stuff and get dollar bills handed to me, but I'm really not cut out to be a stripper, so that didn't work in my life. Oh, hold on. Air show. <laughs> We're back. One of those. Look, what made that seemingly lowly job so cool is that's what gave me the bug for air shows. The air show crowd, the look on people's faces, the smiles, the questions, the stories, standing there at the door, collecting those dollar bills. For the most part, great people. We charged a buck or three bucks per family to walk up the steps at his vintage airliner with D-Day history. People could sit in the seats, sit in the cockpit. Pretty cool, right? Most people, no problem. Some arrogance, entitlement, let me into the airplane. You know, I came to this air show, let me do this. And some were open to free market trades. A lot of the military guys, hey, could I sit up in your cockpit? Come on over to my A-10 and I'll let you sit in that cockpit. It seems so beneath me, right? Here I was at the time, a highly paid medical device executive in a company, right? To collect dollar bills and put stickers on kids in a hundred degree heat? Didn't these dream flight people know who I was? Let me tell you something, the bucket list. Compared to what I would soon learn about operating and flying warbirds, to what it takes to be a part of this aviation carnival that we call air shows. These were the best times in my life, experiences, bucket list, right? I was part of an air show crew. I didn't notice it at first. I wasn't grateful at first for it, but I knew nothing. I could contribute very little, but I could simply smile, collect a buck, and say, yeah, one person at a time on the step, please, right? So fast forward again. I ended up flying the T-6, giving rides in at air shows, flying it in air shows. I ended up flying the left seat as a captain in the DC-3 at air shows. Ended up with just a trip of a lifetime, barnstorming a DC-3 across this great country, selling rides as we stopped every 200 miles or so across this great country. That's another story for another time. But let me tell you, it went quick. And you want to talk about bucket list items. There it is, baby. So the time I spent training, getting sweaty and dirty, doing things that were beneath me were far more productive than listening to the members, to those who complained because they didn't take the steps to remain or even get current. Those who vanished when the work needed to be done or those who would only do the work they wanted to do, not what needed to be done. Bucket list. I've always wanted to fly in. Well, today's your lucky day. You can. Because we sold rides in those airplanes for 40 bucks a seat, and thousands of people took advantage, and many became members, but only for a short while. Not everybody hit their bucket list, but everybody had the opportunity to do so. 
And that's what life is, taking advantage of opportunities. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, we will be right back. I get Hey, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the renegade aviator. I got a secret for you. Did you know that real pilots do it with twins? Did I get your attention? Well, they do. I know what you guys are all thinking. I got it. If you want to fly a twin engine aircraft, you can't just rent a twin engine aircraft. You can't just go out and fly a twin engine aircraft unless you own one. But I've got an opportunity for you right now. You need to call me, though, 888-366-5256. Find out how real pilots do it with twins. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, back with you, segment four, and thanks for staying with me. Come and visit me on SoundCloud anytime. Listen to all of our shows. Go to soundcloud.com forward slash Renegade Aviator, R-E-N-E-G-A-D-E, A-V, Alpha Victor, the number eight, R is in Romeo, Renegade Aviator. So we're talking about this whole thing about bucket lists, right? This is my subject for this week, bucket list, achieving the bucket list. And I'm using aviation story to kind of demonstrate this because, as I said, people would walk up. They'd walk up and they'd say the words to me. I always wanted to fly in a DC-3. This was when I was flying a DC-3 at air shows, one of the greatest times in my life. And I'm going to publicly thank John Pappas for giving me that opportunity because it really was not, not always at the time. Sometimes your great bucket list items are, you kind of miss out on them, right? Because you're so wrapped up in the BS and, and the complaining and the woe is me or in the busyness of life that you forget to live in the gratitude portion of your life. But I would sit there. People would come up. I love talking to people at air shows. Man, if you see me at an air show, grab me, talk to me. I am there to talk to people. I want to hear your story, your passion. I want to meet you. I want to learn. And I want to try to help as many of you as I can. That's why my phone number, 888-366-5256. You need to call that because that's my mission. That's why this show is here to help my listeners as many as I can. I can't help you all, but I can help a lot of you. Anyway, people would say, I always wanted to take a flight in that DC-3 and that T-6 and that pit special and that extra you're flying or whatever. And the next question out of their mouth is, is it free? I want a free ride. Everybody wants a free ride. But we sold rides in a DC-3 for 40 bucks a seat, and thousands of people took advantage. Thousands. And never did we have somebody go away that didn't really 
just walk away with a big smile on their face. But some said 40 bucks. No, no way. That's okay. Listen to yourselves. In your life, are you passing up these $40 or $100 opportunities? Are they standing in the way of you achieving your bucket list? Do you have something of value to offer in return that can let you check the box? And that's what I'm going. That's where I'm going with this bucket list concept. You can pay your way at market rate, man. Anybody you want to achieve a bucket list, go earn the money doing whatever it is you do well. Go earn that money and pay market price. You can earn your way, but you can also serve your way to your bucket list. And some days you need to do both. You need to pay money and be of service. And you know what? Some days both are not enough. But for you to give up, for you to make an excuse that it's not an option for you, it's a cop-out. I won't let you do it to yourself. I care too much about you. We all have challenges. So what? Nobody cares about your challenges. You really think so? You need to care. You need to matter. You and I need to stop getting in our own way. So when I say you, I mean you and me. You and I need to care. You and I need to matter to someone else. You and I need to stop getting in our own way and show up to be of value. And man, is that hard some days, especially when you're facing your own challenges in life. I get it. I get it. Some people have it easier than you do. Hell, I'm the renegade aviator. I do things my way, not in the way that they should be done. You think I've had some challenges? <laughs> I need a 10-hour show to go through all that. You think this is easy? Did anybody tell you that achieving things on your bucket list was supposed to be easy? I know you can go to some personal development guy or gal, and they're going to tell you, oh, just will things, just imagine and, you know, manifest, and that's all great. But you also need to be of value to someone else. You also need to take advantage of the opportunities. Um, do you think other people have it better than you? Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Somebody had it better than me. Somebody was born to better parents, had more opportunities, smarter, prettier, whatever. I can tell you this. Even the, this very morning, I woke up, you know, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this show. My guest had canceled on me. And I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there on my dining room table in my sweats, lamenting about opportunities missed. Oh, I got a broken aircraft. Lamenting. At the fact that, man, I don't have enough sponsors this year for what I want to do with my air show stuff. I don't have enough time. Oh, boo-hoo, poor Dave. Poor Dave Costa, the renegade aviator. I'm missing air shows because my act is not where I want it to be, and I want to be this, and I want to be that. I said to myself what I'm saying to you today. I said, you know, renegade aviator? Alexa, who is the renegade aviator? Sorry, I'm not sure. I said, uh, hey, Taz. No, no, really. I don't talk to myself that way, although you may think I do. <laughs> Here's the reality, though. I'm just as abrupt and rude to myself as I can be with those people around me. And yes, 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 another debrief item for myself as I look back at my life. I said, hey, you idiot, look at what you have. 
Look at what you have. And that's what I'm going to take us into this final segment with David Costa, the renegade aviator, and you, you, Mr. Listener, accomplishing all the things you want to do in your life, accomplishing your bucket list in aviation or otherwise. Call my office, 888-366-5256. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, we too low, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing. Hey, this is Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. There are a couple ways to listen to my show. You can listen live on the Salem Radio Network each week and on this very radio station or as a podcast. Find me on SoundCloud. Just search Renegade AV, the number 8R. Renegade AV8R. Get lost, call my office anytime, and leave a message, 888-366-5256. We're here to help you. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. So feast your eyes on the big blue sky, and hey, bye-bye from a long-back Cadillac. Hey, has got to roll those dice, and hey, bye-bye from a long-back Cadillac. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888 888- 366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. All right, man, this is it. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, wrapping up final segment of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, as I say each and every week, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am absolutely grateful for all the feedback and comments and suggestions. And yes, sometimes criticism. I listen to you. I really do. I really appreciate it. Anyway, where was I going with this? I was talking about calling myself an idiot. (laughs) So let me just pick up with where I left off. I said, you idiot, look at what you have. Be grateful. You live in a nice home. You have a great family. You have two jets sitting in your hangar. And sure, they're needy machines, but I've got a great opportunity each and every day to be of value today to someone besides myself. And man, is that tough some days, right? Right? I mean, that's what I'm trying to get at. We all have these challenges. This radio show, this is different in how I get to hang out with the air show crowd, right? I mean, I could do it the easy way, I guess. I could show up and go to air shows. But I had to do it some strange, crazy way because of some of my challenges that I had. I had to think of a way to be different and to be of value, to do things to allow me to stay involved in my bucket list, which is to be an air show pilot flying jets at air show. So this radio show came about because of that bucket list item. So it starts with gratitude. I already said that. I'm grateful for you, my listener. I'm grateful for my fans. I'm where I am because this is where my decisions have led me, good or bad. I'm blessed 
with friends who fly cooler jets than me. I'm blessed to be able to hang out with some of the best pilots in the world and interview them on this radio show. This, from the rough, around the edges, hot shot, kind of a personality guy <laughs> with uh, tattoos that looks like a mean old biker. That from a guy named after the Tasmanian devil. I don't know why people would give me that call sign. Anyway, things are not always as they seem, or are they? You got a bucket list. I'm telling you to go after it. Those of you that come out to air shows and come out to airports, get involved, man. There are people who need the services that you can provide. By you providing the services, you will have opportunities to take that next step. Man, there is no guarantee in life. I can't make this any easier than this. You can call my office at 888-366-5256. That's a start. Or you can sit there and feel sorry for yourself. Come on out to the air shows. We want to meet you. This is Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. I hope this was helpful this week. See ya. And I ain't living in the past no more. So peace to us on the beach.